This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You might assume we're both good at presenting to a live audience because of this podcast. But at the end of the day, when we record, it really feels like we're just talking to one another. Presenting information in person in a formal setting to a large audience is something that still makes us really nervous. To prepare for a live speaking event we're hosting together, we turn to our masterclass subscription to not only refine our presentation skills, but to build our confidence in a different kind of public speaking capacity. Between Robin Roberts, Hillary Clinton, and Kevin Hart's expertise, our confidence skyrocketed. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Don't just talk about improving. Masterclass helps you actually do it. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master negotiate with Chris Voss, think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or plan your dream wedding with celebrity event planner Mindy Wise, Masterclass has you covered. There are over 200 classes to pick from. With new classes added every month, like our latest aha moments from Robin Roberts' effective and authentic communication class that we watched before our event presentation. She taught us how to establish a genuine connection with the audience from the start. I'll always be a little nervous before presenting, but Masterclass prepared us in a way that dialed my nerves down and gave me tools to ground myself. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Get 50% off right now at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists and owners of the therapy group. We're on a mission to make therapy and therapeutic topics more relatable and accessible. So stay tuned, because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself. Hey, Jen. Hey, Em. <laughs> you know what? That's a loaded question to ask you right now. How are you doing? You can start. Um, I think when you asked me yesterday and you said, hey, how you doing? We, so we like to check in with each other because, you know, we're on a constant roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> And we, never, we feel so many things. We feel so many things. And so M texted me yesterday and she said, how are you doing? And my answer was, eh. <laughs> that's how I was saying it. I texted her. But that's Which how it's I was usually oof. Oof. Yeah, yeah I changed usually it. Usually you're oof. It was eh. <laughs> and so it honestly fluctuates from day to day. Yes. Right now, I'm just so tired. I know. We've been working a ton. I think that in today's episode, we're going to talk about magical thinking. Because I think there was a magical thinking we all had was that when we got out of the mass mandates and when we got out of, you know, for the most part, COVID. We can see everyone again. When we can see everyone. When it's summer, when things are open up, we're not going to feel so bad. It's going to be less busy. We're going to enter in. We're not going to take things for granted. And it kind of feels like... We were like, oh, everyone's like, oh, slow and steady wins the race. And then one person started running and we're all like, we must move faster. <laughs> and the rat race began, baby. Well, I also think it's like <laughs> everyone, like the way we described it is like, oh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, that was so silly. And then we get to the light and then we're like, wait, why am I still depressed? Yeah. Okay. Right. So like, so the magical thinking was when COVID is over, we'll all feel better. But apparently that's not the case. <laughs> 
right? Well, and some people would say, well, COVID's not over. And I understand. But what we mean by that is when things are open up again, when the mandates are over, when we right? have more social connection. And I think there are pieces of it that are really helpful. Like, I, I mean, I know I talk about how much of an introvert I am. Yeah. But, like, I really do enjoy seeing people yeah. and connecting with people in doses, you know? Like, I, of course, need to mm-hmm. shut my brain off, too. But... Let me ask you, Em, how are you doing? So, well, like I said, that's a loaded question to ask me. My child stopped sleeping through the night, so I have not gotten a full night's sleep in a very long time. So, of course, any time we're depleted of sleep, like, you slightly lose your mind. And then it's been really hot outside, right? But Okay, I, it is so... It's so... It's fucking melting humid. in Philadelphia. Holy <laughs> shit. I don't know where other people are located, but good God, it's hot here, right? <laughs> and it's so crazy, right? Because if you think about the Pacific Northwest, like Seattle and Portland and shit, people, they don't even have freaking air conditioning because it never gets that high. And they were, like, racking up, like, 108 this week. So I have no oh, idea how Pacific Northwest people have been dealing with it. My God. Uh-huh. It's really... For anyone who has anxiety, the humidity... Yeah, it makes a big difference. It just makes you feel... That's funny you say anxiety, because I feel, as someone who has anger... (laughs) Which I feel is very connected. (laughs) Very connected. Anxiety is, like, like, your internal experience. And I think, like, if you were to externalize it, it turns into anger. Yes. In some ways. But anyway, like, the humidity just mimics this, like, feeling of claustrophobia. Yes. And like feeling very stuck, uh-huh. which for me makes me want to rage out. Yeah, and it that, makes like it makes me more so want to have a panic attack. Like yes, I'm okay. Stuck Mine is like myself. I want to like you know have wait, road rage or go after talk- people. Now that we're talking about, it, do you think it's just the humidity? <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's do you the think hum- we're just really hot? I don't know. I think I'm tired. I think it's the humidity. I think it's that I do feel like there's been a big part of like right like the rat race and it's interesting because we get this really interesting perspective based on like numbers of who's coming into the office right so like we keep track of how many intakes come in a week and how many intakes what days they come in Mondays are a hot day holy shit yes in the month of June on Mondays our phones do not stop ringing and our email does not stop dinging. Yes. Because of how many people <laughs> trying to get beautiful. in for appointments. Dinging. <laughs> ding a ling ling That's what you liked? What, what is your email I don't do? I know. It sounded ding. like a... What does it do? I like... Okay. I mean, I have not had my sound I, I on was my just computer. Gonna say, I just computer, lied. So I have no idea what that noise actually is, right? <laughs> um, but you can see. And I so for me, it makes me think maybe other people had this idea of magical thinking that... Once we get to the summer, once the mandate was over, blah, 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 insert here, that we'd feel better. And, and we honestly, based on our numbers, <laughs> that is actually not the case. We um, really did expect that, though, in a lot of ways, didn't we? And it makes, you know, when we think about us expecting that, number one, for ourselves and for clients coming in. Like, it speaks to our magical thinking. And, yes, it's true. And which is why we wanted to do this episode, because... You know, like our assumption is that other people are feeling this way and that one of the amazing parts of our job is that we get to talk to people all the time mm-hmm. and that it it really makes us in a lot of ways not yes. feel alone, you know, because we realize that we're not the only ones going through it. 
And so that's that I think that I think is a big part of this, too, is like we want you to know you're not alone in this. Like, actually, a lot of people are feeling this and they're still struggling. So let's talk about what magical thinking is. Right. So magical thinking is a type of cognitive distortion. Um, It's often comes. There's a ton into this. If you are interested in learning more about cognitive distortions, you can read David Burns Feeling Good Handbook. It's gigantic. It's gigantic. But it actually is very interesting with very good activities. But yeah, it's like the largest book in the entire world. David Burns. I did a tr- remember when I did an in-person training with him. Yes. Um, and I got on stage with him. Is that and the he, one you did with your mom? Of course. Nice. When my mom and I attend continuing nice, education nice together. Got to get those hours, baby. <laughs> so, okay. So magical thinking is basically once this happens, then this, right? Jen's pulling up the actual definition. The belief it. that one's ideas, thoughts, actions, words, or use of symbols can influence the course of events in the material world. What the fuck did I pull up? <laughs> Okay, well, so that would be a different cognitive. Listen, I just googled real quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me write right. cognitive distortion next. So time. wait, <laughs> we looked. Well, that's but I... that's like that's like basically like if I think okay, here's what like I've had people say this one a lot. So that type of magical thinking they're describing as is like I got it. I had a miscarriage, but I was over. I was overwhelmed when I was pregnant, and in my head I was like, oh my god, why did I do this? And then I had a miscarriage, and I caused it. So that's the type of magical thinking they're referring to there. Yes. I mean, I think if I read more into it, but yes, as I yes, was reading but it, yeah, yeah. as I was reading it, Emily and I looked at each other. We were like, no. We were like, we better stop recording right second. now. <laughs> magical thinking is a type of cognitive distortion or an accurate thought pattern in which individuals believe that their thoughts or actions will directly influence and produce a specific outcome, either positive or negative. So yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, right. Once I, here's my favorite one, the number one, once I lose X amount of pounds, I'll be happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or once I, you know, get married. Yes. I will be happy. And or it's also relationship so, will change. So, so it, <laughs> that's a good so one. So it's also it's also sometimes referred to as ducks in a row theory, right? Once I buy the house, once I get married, once I find the person, then I won't feel A, B, and C, right? This is not true feelings are feelings and so and i had this so like as jen knows i was supposed to put a pool in my house this summer as most people know anyone who's doing construction this year it's a goddamn shit show show. everything's delayed there's some boat in a canal i don't fucking know i'm assuming my boat's on the canal what what you know that you know the huge boat that got caught in the Suez Canal oh right 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 is that bar is that I don't that think affected? so but in my head I would like to pretend that's that that's the, the magical reason thinking that's my magical thinking <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what magical thing yeah I don't have a front door yeah you don't have a front door Jen's been waiting for a fucking front my door my front door does not fit into my house if yes. you're in Philly and you see a door that doesn't fit <laughs> that's Jen's into house. my house that's that's my house so yeah everything's a mess right but in my head I was like great I'm going to put this pool in. It's going to help me. I'm also, you're who... going to have these, um, these like, uh, what were those Friday nights you were going to have? I'm so oh, I was, we, we were going to have, we were going to have um, open house Fridays, right? We're uh. going to do open Fridays where, like, anyone's invited over. We're going to grill food every Friday. Like, in my head, I was like, things are going to get better. I'm going to have more social interaction. I'm going to start taking Fridays off. I'm going to start having more work-life balance. And then it didn't happen. And when you put all of your eggs in one basket like that, they crash so hard when that basket gets fucking poured out. Well, I think I think sometimes I just got scrambled eggs now. Scrambled eggs. <laughs> I Undercooked. Think, sometimes, <laughs> I think sometimes the reason why we 
resort to magical thinking is because it's easier than looking at what's happening internally, Mm. right? Like it's so (laughs) much easier to say, okay, like when this happens, it feels, feels in a way for some reason, like, okay, this is in my control a little bit more if I think about it in this way, or it's almost like the light at the end of the tunnel, Mm. right? Like, okay, when I get this pool, I'm going to be better or things are going to be better as opposed to saying, okay, what am I feeling in this moment? Yeah. Like, is there anything I can do for myself right now? Because it's so much easier to look into the future and say, like, I'm going to – because it almost allows you to distance yourself from what you're feeling now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can say, okay, I'm going to focus on this instead of think about what's going on for me now. Because, too, you know, especially with depression, right, if we're struggling with depression – it can be really hard to sit with that and hard to know what to do with it. Yeah. I feel like there is like this other part of magical thinking, my favorite one that goes a lot into toxic positivity, which mm-hmm. is like, if you just choose to be happy, I can, if I think myself into happiness, if I think myself out of depression, if I just, just don't be anxious. Just be grateful. <laughs> just, just be grateful. Understand. Just, just calm down. <laughs> That's my favorite. Just calm down sometimes or like just relax. Okay. So we'll, so we'll expose me right now. Yeah. Okay. Which is Jen and I earlier, <laughs> we about, I've been having a very hard time. We lo- I lost someone close to me, um, you know, a, a very good neighbor of ours um, to suicide. I've been having a hard time with that. I've been very busy, have a lot going on, right? Okay. And so I, part of that is I've also been crying a lot because I'm someone who typically tries to keep everything together. Which and I'm, I'm very proud of you. I know. Thank you. And I've been working very, very, very hard in therapy this year to really work on integrating my feelings and experiencing them and, like, feeling through it and not trying to numb them and, and like, stay busy, right? And so, uh, with that, I've been having a lot more tears. And so, my two-and-a-half-year-old has been saying to me, Mommy, don't cry. Oh. And part of that is, like... I struggle with this, right? Because part of it's like, no, we should be in front of our kids and we should let them see emotions. And then also when your kid is telling you, <laughs> oh my God, that'll fuck you. So- <laughs> Anyone else feeling like the mental load of making dinner, the planning, the shopping, the prep, figuring out the timing? <laughs> it's a little heavy to carry, huh? Same. That's why I am so grateful for Hungry Root. The food quality, simple recipes, true tastiness, and delivery right to my door is truly a game changer. When getting started, you take a fun, short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know you, what you like to eat, and more. Then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to use. So you can sit back, relax, and offload the many steps of meal planning. Each order is fully customizable so you can take their suggestions or choose anything you want. They've got fresh produce, high-quality meat and seafood, healthy snacks, smoothies, sweets, ready meals, kids' snacks and meals, vitamins, supplements, much more. My favorite item from my latest box was the honey citrus chopped salad, lemon pepper chicken, and the four cheese tortellini. you got to try it for yourself. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Shrink Chicks listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. 
A really fun fact about me that you might not know is that if I let my hair dry natural, it is a frizzball mess, which is one of the many reasons I absolutely love pros. I truly never thought that I would be able to embrace my natural hair texture. Ever since I switched to a custom hair routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Less frizzy hair, yes, but beyond that too. My hair is shinier, healthier, and so much more manageable. Filming the podcast every week makes checking out my hair unavoidable, and I have felt so much more confident on camera thanks to pros. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. The custom shampoo and conditioner combo, plus the hydrating leave-in conditioner and hair oil keeps the frizz at bay. It also makes for the smoothest blowout. People keep asking me if I got my hair cut or went to the salon, which is of course the highest compliment. Pros isn't just better for you, it's better for the planet. They're certified B Corp cruelty free and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. I use this feature when I moved to my temporary house in New Jersey, back to my house house post construction project in Pennsylvania. Environmental factors like water source is something that Pros takes into consideration with their customization. So it was very cool that I had the ability to update my location. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin, and they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash shrinkchicks. So you get a free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash shrinkchicks. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash shrinkchicks. Emily's telling me this story in the hallway probably about like an hour ago. <laughs> and as she's telling me, she starts crying. <laughs> as soon as Emily cries, I start crying. <laughs> so everyone's crying. We and are- then Nikki comes in and she starts crying <laughs> because we're crying. We are <laughs> we are in our business that we run where therapists are coming in. They're seeing clients. There's so many people here. It's a very professional setting. We're, and, uh, we're in crying the, in the hallway. We're in the hallway. Because we're also trying to, because also while crying, we don't stop working. Right. Because that is not us. That's how so, we cope. <laughs> so we're also still putting up these beautiful new pictures <laughs> while sobbing. It's so funny. I was and, and somebody would walk in and be like, why do we pay these women all this money? I mean, like it makes <laughs> But because people, because therapists are not one fucking way, there is no such thing as being fully healed. I have no fucking idea what that is. That's not a thing. No. I think that's magical thinking to believe that you will get to a point in therapy where you are fully healed. God. Right? That's so that sad, right? Like in your head though. You're like, it would there's be an so end point. cool. But that's what we're all doing, right? And that's the whole thing of it. Once I weigh this amount, once I get into grad school, once I get married, once I blah, 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 blah yada, yada, blah, yada, blah, blah. right? But then I- I'll feel so good. And it's like, well, no, like the world still exists and like nothing is perfect and like life keeps happening. And fuck, man, that hurts. I think that I, I might be about to say something that um, is very pessimistic or <laughs> morbid. <laughs> morbid. But I think that in some ways our society benefits off of this idea that we're going to reach this point of perfection or idealism because of consumerism no dude i think you're totally right i think that's i think there's a big part of it is capitalism right yes yes like that it's and everyone knows my feelings around capitalism right (laughs) (laughs) if you've heard any other if you want to share them no but i think i think that that we really benefit, right? Like if, if we're like, oh, if if you take these, the fucking diet culture, right? Yes. If you take these 
pills or do this diet, you're yes. going to reach this place where you are so happy. And I think I, or if you're the CEO of the company, if you make this much money and like, I think that's the facade, right? Like it looks so good. Yes. And when you're in it, you're like, fuck, it's just the same, man. It's just working. I think that there is the reality is, is you and I wouldn't be happy working for someone else. I don't think that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I mean, we were even saying, right? So, like, as everyone knows, like, we joined a podcast network, Podcast Nation. We're so excited. We felt very honored to ask us. But it's also hard, like, being involved with someone else. We've never had to do that. Like, that's been a really hard transition for us. So hard because we're like we don't want a mom like, <laughs> like, 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 like child, yes it's like a childlike part of you is like i don't want to do that right <laughs> like even if it's like nothing bad like there's still part of you it's like i gotta resist i think i just have trouble talking so much you know i became a therapist to listen <laughs> you know the podcast is like, talking. really listen and i'm just there's so much talking involved yeah yes but it's you know if we're talking about magical thinking like okay are we gonna get to a point where we're like oh this is you know we we have reached this ideal well okay so jen great question for you right like it's like an exposure therapy part of it right which is like you said to yourself this will get easier something i've always heard you say is like i just have to make myself do it and like once i do it and once i get past the initial thing then it's easier yeah so i would stand by that that. like right now as we're doing this I feel totally fine. Don't I look real relaxed right look, now? Okay. Jen also, like, okay. <laughs> Jen is also like, Jen is one third of my body weight. You are like so small and she's in wearing my sweater right now. And she looks like, it is like a child wearing her grandfather's I sweater. Just, it is very cute. We just You are had, adorable. Thank you so much. I feel very relaxed. Just thinking about having to talk this much. We did also just eat a lot of mozzarella sticks. Which I think was very which always helpful. helps us. Always very helpful for us. No, but. But I think just in general, you're right that I once I once I get going on things, I feel fine. Yeah. But thinking about doing things. Well, there's this other part, which I we were just talking about this, which is I am so incredibly fulfilled by being a therapist. I love my clients. I love what I do. But it's still a fucking job. Yeah. Everything is still a job, right? Like you still have to pay my bills and still do everything and still have to make sure enough money's coming in. And like and I think that no matter what you're doing even if you love everything i think this is the facade of it all right if you work for yourself and you get to make your own hours there's a saying that says like work for yourself so you, you don't have to work nine to five you just work 24 hours a day oh you texted me that this morning i meant to respond you did not respond to me that's I, fine I, don't worry i, was I, you 50 it, times I saw it and i was like oh fuck <laughs> It's like shit. so there's a part though like but like even when it's yourself like and i think you kind of have to say like what's better for me right like and like i said to jen today like i said i'm at a point where like it can't be about money anymore like it has to be about time like for me it's not even like my incentive isn't money at this point like I would rather make less money and have more time with my family and have more balance because I can't do it much which is so but 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 I think that that's to be able to say that and get quiet with yourself and to say and maybe cry to yourself a little bit (laughs) all the time a little bit uh, according to my daughter daughter, really figure out you know because that changes over time right like you didn't always feel that way Mm mm-hmm and or no, maybe- i mean for a long time it was about making x amount of dollars right. to do x amount of things right? right like and the reality is is that when people say money doesn't buy happiness that's a fucking lie right money makes your life easier in so many ways which leads to a lot more happiness like there's, there's actually a, lot, a thing there's a lot more space to yes. like take care of yourself yeah. to figure out what makes you happy um but I, th- I think i think something really important and something we've talked about before is that 
there's this idea that we have that we've grown up to believe that once we that if we get all of our ducks in a row right if we reach all of these goals we are going to reach this ultimate destination of happiness that never goes away <laughs> and that's the thing about that is that happiness is an emotion just like anything else anything else comes and goes baby. it comes and goes and so there's no permanent state exactly so it's not about reaching this everlasting state of happiness i mean unless you're on some good drugs that keep you there but I the guess thing that about doesn't that. last either. <laughs> the thing about, yeah, exactly. You just have to keep doing more and more and then you just OD, right? right? Like, like part of that is like even when you do, and I think that's the thing. Well, you could talk about any of that as a, dr- a drug, right? Like once I, I could get really into a workout or I could lose the weight, but then it all turns into numbing behavior. Same with work, right? I can throw myself into my business and feel so good. And then sometimes it then takes over. Like there's a certain point where we kind of lose control of it all. You're looking at me. My mind. <laughs> okay, what do you want to say? I don't know if I was just like shutting down because I'm not sure. I'm your not sure. face, the color in your face completely just dropped. I was thinking, I, honestly, here's what I was thinking about. I don't know if it's so off topic, but I was talking to my, bro- <laughs> I was talking to my brother. Um, I like cannot talk to my family without having like deep analytical conversations. Yeah. Like I went to dinner with my parents and I was just like, so like which one of you do you think is going to die first? <laughs> oh my God, that's my parents, I don't know why they still want to go to dinner with me because like all I do. What'd they say? My dad said my dad. <laughs> Wait, your dad said himself? My dad said his himself. Own- well, okay. Statistically, men die sooner. Yeah. So anyway, that wasn't the point <laughs> that I was talking to my brother having an analytical conversation and we were talking about how he was like, why do you think both of us no- like fill a void that we somehow have with work? Oof. And I was like, oof. I'm going to have to dig a little deeper into that. Did you, did you talk to your therapist about it? What they say? No, this was after my therapy appointment. <laughs> but, which you got to write that down for I next did. time. I did. I was like, oh, my God, I got to write this down. No, but just but, – but I think – we all learn, right, that that we have to we get to do certain things or if we right. So like for maybe for me and my brother, it's like, OK, maybe if we work and reach this ultimate destination of like success mm-hmm. that we that's going to equal this ultimate happiness. Right. As opposed to saying like, well, what, what am I missing? Right. Like what how do I feel what's happening for me right in this moment? I think everyone does that in different ways. Right. Where they're like, OK, I'm going to try to fill this with you know sometimes it's numbing behavior if I do you look like you're shutting down now (laughs) no 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 I'm with you right here um but I just I, I I think debunking the myth that that is the ultimate destination I think that's the key and that's where it comes back to magical thinking I think we've been taught to think magically Ooh, well, that's because I, I mean, I said to you earlier today, I said, did I just walk into an alternate universe? There was a moment we were putting up, <laughs> we were putting up pictures on the wall. We're in our office that we're in our, uh, for specifically of our Westchester location. It's a very old building. It was actually a bird hatchery in like the 1800s. Like they like made a, like, I don't know. They just hatched a lot of okay, birds. I, fucking time, I swear to God. Did I make that up? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because every time. I swear to God, I think so. You said it was something else before. It like turns into no. Some- it was always a bird hatchery, but there is like horse hair in the walls. What? <laughs> because that's how they used to make concrete. Wait, hold on. There's I have so many. We call Brian the landlord. We have to talk to him. Let's call Brian the landlord after Wait, this. First all right. of all, there's horse hair in the walls, <laughs> and that's how they make concrete. 
I'm sorry, what? That's what it used to be. Okay. If you, it's funny because I don't know dates, right? Like, I'm like, in the olden days. <laughs> Back in the day. Did you know that billions of plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles end up in landfills every year? I used to contribute to that waste, constantly buying single-use plastic cleaning products without giving it much thought. But then I discovered Blue Land, and it has been a game changer. Blue Land has helped me eliminate the need for single-use plastic and the products I reach for the most. They are reinventing cleaning essentials. Their approach is simple yet revolutionary. Refillable cleaning products with a sleek design that not only looks great on your counter, but also reduces plastic waste significantly. What I love most is the convenience. With Blueland, I never worry about running out of cleaning supplies or lugging bulky bottles from the store. From hand soap to toilet bowl cleaner to laundry tablets that each smell incredible, all Blueland products are made with clean ingredients you can feel good about. I was blown away when I received my first Blueland order. I immediately filled the bottles with water and their tablets, which was so easy to try everything out. And the ingredients are clean, the scents are refreshing, and the packaging is just so cute. Blueland is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine. If you you're ready to make a positive change for the planet without sacrificing cleanliness or convenience, Blueland has you covered. Blueland has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash shrinkchicks. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash shrinkchicks for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash shrinkchicks to get 15% off. I am thrilled that the weather is finally warming up here in Philly. I went to switch out my closet the other day from my fall winter wear to my spring summer wear and noticed that I very much needed a refresh. So thank goodness for Quince that allows me to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I refresh my closet with the high-waisted linen shorts that come in multiple colors and patterns, the comfiest cotton tees, and my latest favorite, the smocked mini dress. And don't miss out on their accessories. Quince has the coolest sunglasses and 14 karat gold jewelry to complete any look. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, making me feel even better about my purchases. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash shrinkchicks for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash shrinkchicks to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash shrinkchicks. So whatever, in our Westchester location, so it's a really old building. The floors are uneven. It always is like, whenever we're hanging stuff, I'm like, why does it look so bad? And we're like, oh, because this entire fucking building is slanted. But, it's a, but it's a historical building. And in Westchester, which is like a historical town, you like can't do shit to historical buildings. Like It's like basically your fault <laughs> if like your building is like a historical monument or whatever, some shit. Okay. <laughs> so we're like standing in the hallway. And I'm like, I feel like I entered a portal. Like I was like, I don't yeah. feel like I'm like connected to this earth. I don't know if this is planetary alignment or what, but I was like so slightly losing my mind, right? And it was funny because now I'll tell a story about if and now for the record, the story I'm gonna tell, if the person li is listening to this, I am so sorry and I'll explain why. Last Thursday, we ha I had another really tough day. I mean, to the point where I called Jen. Well, I was before we got to the office and I said, I don't know if I can walk in and do it today. Like, I am really struggling. And it was right. It was the day before the funeral and I was like really having a hard time. 
So we left to work early that day. We just did a few little things and then we left. And I met, went to go meet my friend Amy and her kids with my daughter at the playground. So we're at the playground and we're, you know, by the sand pit. The kids are having fun. I'm like, you know, talking to Amy. And a woman comes up and she says, I I just wanted to I say hello and I love your podcast. And I was like, okay. And I left my body. I completely froze. Wow. I was like there i was already in such a headspace you know what i mean of like not being present so if this person is listening i was like so insanely sorry i usually would be in a much better state but i was like in an alternate universe and there was a part of like oh man like people like you know you get you start to get recognized and it's like it's incredibly uncomfortable right part of being a therapist is like being on the sidelines right like we're just this like back shadow well, it's figure also, we've also been taught like to not bring any of your personal yes. life into yes. it at all and so that's a little bit of the conflict with the podcast too as we bring you know we talk about ourselves all the time mm-hmm. and and it was so nice like she was so yeah sweet and so nice and so kind and her and her child was so adorable and like and millie's like playing you know what i mean like and i was just like oh my gosh like and the, my initial thought was, though, that, like, I am not going to be as interesting to this woman in person as I am on a podcast. Oh, right? my God. You didn't even like, tell me that. Like, my first thought was, like, I don't know what to say. I'm frozen. I am sitting here in so much grief. Like, right? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening, I hope to see you at the parks. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I am going to work on it. <laughs> and I'll work on it just and for I'll you. Work- <laughs> No, but I think because that that's who I am. But, that, but but I think that that's such an important thing to recognize is like we're not like this all the time. No, like we're like still we like have. Humans. But here's the yeah, thing: we ha- sometimes that are shut down and grieving we and have, have other things to, happening. But we have to turn it on for the podcast. We have to have these conversations. <laughs> I don't know. Should I just show up next week and just cry the whole time? Yes. <laughs> we'll have a therapy session. No one will ever listen again. No. <laughs> But I, but I think that that's important to to note. We think these conversations are so important, that, which is, number one, why we do the podcast. We've gotten such good feedback on it. But I think it's so important, and this is why we do it, is to talk about the fact that, like, we're not in this state all the time. No. Well, and it's funny, right? Because there's also this other part where, like, you can't please everyone. Like, so then, like, we got this other feedback that our podcasts aren't organized enough. And so we've been trying <laughs> to make them more organized. But, like, that also doesn't always feel super authentic And then either. we, came, we yes. came in today. We're like, let's just talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's just talk about anything. Let's Fuck just it. talk to each other. Listen, some of them are going to be gems. Some of them are not. <laughs> And but it's I think the story of my damn life. Story, story of here's the thing: story of everyone's lives. That's that is the point of our podcast is to make this authentic. Yeah, and the only way to make this authentic is to show up how we are. I think that that's such a good reminder, right? That like at the end of the day, if you crawl into bed and you're like, "Well, that one was a bust," like <laughs> <laughs> that, like I think that there's something really special about honoring that and saying it and releasing it, right? Like if I was to actually imagining imagine that like this is a bus like releasing into the air and letting it go and like i get to be a different human tomorrow and i get to try again tomorrow and what else can we do besides fuck up and move on and grow and like do all this shit and i I talk to clients about that a lot right because when you're in therapy once again there's an idea that there's this goal Mm -hmm. you're gonna reach this goal where you've got it all together and you never have difficult days I have to consistently remind my clients that I don't care if you come to therapy every single day. You will still have bad days. 
you're still going to have anxiety. You you're, you might have better ways to cope with it, but there are going to be good days and there's going to be bad days and there's times in which you're going to struggle. You will not ever reach this ultimate destination of happiness. Hopefully you will optimize those days, right? You'll be able to feel them more fully, but you will also be able to allow yourself to feel the difficult days more fully, that you won't judge yourself for them, you won't shame yourself for them. And I think that's really the key and why I think our podcast, it's important for our podcast to also reflect that, that there's days that we're going to be real organized, <laughs> we're going to have guests on, and then there's days that we're going to shoot this shit with each other and we're going to be struggling. But at least we'll be honest about it. But at least we'll be honest about yeah, it. Yeah, at least we'll be like we promised to be super honest Because about it. that's what our podcast is about. It's about being honest. It's about being authentic. Because if we can't do that, then how is anyone else supposed to feel, right? Then like other people are going to listen and be like, oh, I have to I have to be that organized or I have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's funny, right? Because we're also, we released this e-course, which I feel really good about. I love the content we put into it. But it is funny to release this e-course about how to make the most of your marriage <laughs> and then go home and tell like your husband to fuck off, right? So like... <laughs> Like, like, both of these things can exist that, like, we can talk about these things and we can try to utilize them as much as possible. And then we can also still be human. And it's funny because I had somebody who it was a girlfriend of mine who was like, oh, like, this is so bad. I like um, what she say. She like threw something. She like um, was like, you know, I threw a pen at the wall and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're talking to the queen of anger. <laughs> like, like you threw a pen at the wall. Oh, like, that's, that's like me, like, when I'm happy. Like, <laughs> just throwing pens at the wall. Like, hooray. <laughs> but, like, she was like, wait, like, you do that too? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing crazy shit all the time, man. I'm really trying my best. I'm doing my best. I'm just doing my best. That's, that's I think, what's important is that we say, even as therapists, we know all of this shit. <laughs> Yes. We know the things to do, the things not to do. It's, it is still tough. Yeah. So, dear Em and Jen, let's do it. Oh, shit. Because this one is about, I'm going to answer this one today. Okay, so you can second. read it. Give a little song while I'm telling Recently, that. earlier today, one of our amazing clinicians, Dr. Lindsay, was like, Jen, your voice is so pretty. And I was like, oh, my God, I know. Shouldn't she do um, sex tapes? I was like, like ASMR. We were like, and, throwing and Lindsay was like, mm, I was going to say she should do something with children. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. We're like, oh, no, no, Jen can't work with kids. Okay, this is not the one we – oh, thank you. This isn't the one – Thank we, you, Nikki. This isn't the one we picked, but I'm going to say it because I think it's important. When is the Handmaid's Tale episode coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Em and Jen. Oh, my God, can we – that's actually what I want to record about. Well, but oh. if it wasn't, if you're someone who watches Handmaid's, you have to listen to the podcast Eyes on Gilead. It is life-changing. You have to – Go back, listen to all the episodes of Eyes on Gilead wherever you wherever your podcast wherever are found. You get your podcast. Um, it is so good, and it like goes through like all the intricacies, and it's so interesting. If you like Handmaid's Eyes on Gilead, maybe that's why we're having a hard week because Handmaid's wasn't on this week, Handmaid's and neither was Cruel over. Summer. God, I know I'm back rewatching Scrubs. Well, Someone it's give like me something better. It's like we don't have a way to distract ourselves anymore. We were really living for Wednesdays. We we would <laughs> every Wednesday we would be like under his eye. <laughs> Praise be, bitch. We've okay. been sent good weather. Okay. So I first of all, can we do a bonus episode of Handmaid's so like nobody actually Please. has to listen to it? Okay, deal. I don't. When people are like it's a bonus episode, I don't actually know what that means. I think it just means two in one week, Nikki. 
Okay, so we'll totally, we should record that. I would like to. Okay, you ready? Are you yes. ready for our actual Dear Emma? Yes. Dear Em and Jen, how do you not get resentful of your partner during a difficult pregnancy? I'm going to let Emily start with this one. As the queen of infertility, miscarriages, and all things pregnancy, um, you don't. You don't prevent resentments. You don't not do something. That's not how this works emotions are not something that we can just not experience right but what we can do is be aware of them what we can do is communicate them because I have to tell you something that maybe no one's told you honestly in your in yet in your experience which is that if you have a difficult pregnancy there often is a high correlation of having a difficult postpartum and I don't say that to scare you I say that to give you space for it to be hard and complicated right and that if you're having that experience right oh my goodness I just my ring hit the um meow, the mic stand um and there's a part right this is something I experience of you know when you're going through fertility you go through pregnancy like your partner can be there as much as possible but if they're not another pregnant person they don't understand it absolutely and they won't and they won't right so the resentment isn't about not having it or preventing it the resentment is communicating and and making sure that you are able to communicate what they can do for you because there is certain stuff that they can do for you right maybe that is booking a trip maybe that is being really if you really need by the end of the night you're so exhausted but you really it's important for you to get into like a made bed they can make the bed right like foot massage foot massage if there's certain things that you really 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 have to vocalize the best way to prevent that resentment is to communicate and to vocalize your needs because one of the things that we often do when we're experiencing that is to is to pretend like it's not happening right and that's when we say that's one of my favorite quotes is you don't have a pretend you don't have an anger problem you have a pretending problem mm. so you just say like oh well what can they do they're not pregnant well actually i can name quite a few um <laughs> And that's the same thing with postpartum as well. Yes, your partner might not be able to breast or chest feed that child, but they can definitely do the diaper afterwards, do the burping. Like, And it's really, really important to speak up, especially when you're already struggling in your pregnancy. We chose this question specifically because we think it fits so well with the magical thing, yes. right? Where that once the pregnancy is over, yep. I won't feel this way. And a lot of times that or does not Or how do I happen. not feel this, yes, right? Yes, yes. We get a lot of questions about like how do I not this <laughs> right we get not yet so many you don't questions. get to control emotions like how that. Do I know and so that's that's and I know that that's you know a common thread in a lot yeah. of our episodes that it's not about not feeling it it's about allowing yourself to feel and say what do I want to do with this right so when we don't allow ourselves to feel it and when we say oh I shouldn't be feeling this it actually builds up stronger and then we actually do react we get more reactive as opposed to saying and acknowledging, okay, yeah, I do feel a little resentful that mm-hmm. like this is really hard for me and I'm having to do all of this work. And so you get to choose, instead of being reactive, you get to choose and say, how do I want to communicate this to yep. my partner? How do I want to acknowledge it for myself and then communicate it to my partner? Mm-hmm. Hey, before we end, can I read the one of the poems that was read at my friend Ted's Please. funeral? That would really oh mean God, a lot I to me. I would love that. Wait, okay, I have to walk and go get my phone. Boop, 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 boop. That means I have to do some of the talking while you're gone. I'm already back. And that was it. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you're already back. Congratulations. Okay. Um, well, you know, as always, but first of all, I'm going to do this first. Okay. So this is for 
our dear friend Ted, um, who I wish was with us and for anyone who is struggling. So Ralph Waldo Emerson's success. To laugh often and much, to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children, to earn the appreciation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends, to appreciate beauty, to find the beauty in others, to leave the world a little bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition, to know that one life has breathed easier because you lived here. This is to have succeeded. I'm crying. Ralph Walder episode. It'll probably come out that that guy's a racist. Shit. Ralph Walder and I shouldn't have responded. Somebody should have let me Google that first. Oh, but God. I'm also crying, oh, too. Oh, God. Um, oh, wow. Hey, that was beautiful. This was a chaotic episode. We're chaotic people sometimes. Listen, we Jenna's went... crying. Right, I am crying. Um, uh, if this episode related to you, or you liked it, <laughs> or you think somebody could like it, rate, re- review, um, subscribe, and on Apple Podcasts, follow. it's now follow. It is not subscribe. That's only for Spotify and other things. So follow us as well. This was today's episode we of Shrink Chicks. We, we love you. you. If you need help, reach out to somebody. Take care of yourself. Let yourself be exactly who you are. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelor. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're gonna uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. Warning though, there will be no surface level conversations here. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image after trying to check all those be healthy boxes, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. I truly believe how you feel on the inside reflects out into every aspect of your life. So if you're ready to go below skin deep to tap into a whole other level of wellness, you're in the right place. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks.